0: What's going on, guys and gals? It's 8-Bit Ray from the Gorilla Brain Podcast, and you are listening to the Geek World All-Star Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizards. You're thinking you said people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel run in under 12 parsecs. There will be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 283 of the So Wizard podcast. I'm your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co host are the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Fuck. Hmm. <laughs> 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 and the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus rick
1: oh, Damn, you took my line <laughs>
0: <laughs> You are listening to So Wizard Podcast Three friends discuss the world of nerd Podcasting weekly on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network This week we've got a little bit of news Including a trailer for New Mutants After almost a year and then we're going to talk all about The Witcher on Netflix and see what we thought about the new series with Henry Cavill. But before we get into all that, how is everyone doing this week? Mark Ellis, what's going on?
1: Hey, man, another week, another screening of Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. This is going to be How my, many is this? Uh, uh, so far, it's three. I'm doing, I'm doing at least one more. I just talked to someone uh, yesterday, and I'm like, hey, you want to go see Star Wars? Yes. Yes, I do. So, uh, yeah, this is going to be, I don't know, I might even do five. I might even do like a full, I uh, might even go on record and do like a full five in the theaters.
0: You're out of control.
1: I know. I know. I didn't buy like the, uh, the uh, <laughs> DCEU pass or <laughs> watch like Batman v Superman 100 times. I didn't do that. But if they offered it for... I the Rogers- had
0: that? I'm trying to remember who we were friends with that had like... All their tickets to see Batman vs Superman like framed and, and was like it, some fancy thing hanging on their wall, and they had like twenty tickets. Was
1: it Ico? Was it was it Ico that did? No,
0: no. no I <laughs> was no.
2: thinking it was Lewis. I don't remember
1: he, who the fuck it was?
0: I can't remember. Some <laughs> somebody we know had that, and I remember making fun of them about it. Of course you did. I can't remember who it was, but I specifically remember the frame, and I remember making fun of them.
2: <laughs> I feel like it's Angry Geeks.
1: Dude, I think you just gave me another goal for uh, 2020. I'm going to do, do like 10 ticket stubs and like Chewy's Meadow and
0: frame it. <laughs> awesome. All right, Aubrey, what's going on with you?
2: Uh, nothing. I'm just living the dream. Right now, classes start next week again. Uh, it's my last semester, so just been trying to finish every book that I've started in the past three years uh, so far, I've made it through four of them. So, And then
0: you have to see, go see cats. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, what have you read so far, Aubrey?
2: Um, I finished Girl Interrupted. She's still there. Uh, 10 Things Your Child with Autism uh, Want You to Know. And uh, Thinking in Pictures by Temple Grandin.
1: Oh, okay. All right. Mm-hmm. I, it's funny you're naming like those books and all I can see are like the covers of the video boxes like I, I've, I've seen that movie I know that movie
2: <laughs> yeah I am I was uh, excited to get through a lot of them because I still have more books that um, I want to start I have a whole pile of stuff that I want to start so I'm trying to get through all the things I've already started that, so I could get to the other ones
1: I hear you I also have a lot of books that I haven't read yet. <laughs> None of them are novels. They're all comic books. I'm sorry.
2: I have a pile of that, too.
1: Yeah, there you go.
2: I got a bunch of uh, Star Wars comics for Christmas. So.
1: Oh, nice. Like the, oh, yeah, like the the Marvel, just Marvel Star Wars books?
2: Um, like I got the Lando one. Yeah. And, um, yeah, this one's.
1: Nice, nice. <laughs> Joey, how are you doing, man?
0: I'm good, man. I'm good. Just uh, trying to get through the last of uh, this holiday work schedule. I'm almost done. Almost done as we record this. Um, The only time I get off during the holiday weeks is the holidays. So when the holidays fall on uh, the middle of the week, it means I'm stuck working long stretches. So after New Year's, which I had a lot of fun on New Year's, we'll talk about that in a second. New Year's, we. uh, we, we didn't have to work, and then I have to work Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday until <laughs> my schedule resets. Um, so I'm just trying to power through.
1: <laughs> gotcha.
0: Just trying to power through. It's it's just an unfortunate quirk of, of our scheduling that all of a sudden we get stuck working six- and seven-day stretches, which uh, when you're doing physical labor, third shift, it kind of, kind of breaks you after a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you guys do for New Year's, Aubrey?
2: I uh, went to sleep.
0: <laughs> what time did you go to sleep?
2: Uh, Eleven twenty.
1: <laughs> what? Come on, you could make it those extra forty minutes.
2: I know. I. It was Joshua was saying to me, "He's like, come on, we only have forty <laughs> minutes." Like, and normally he's passed out. The yeah. past couple of years, he's been the first one to go to sleep. And I was like, honestly, I don't care. <laughs> I want to go to sleep. <laughs> So it was was my fault this time.
1: That's okay. There's always next year.
2: Yeah. Maybe one year we'll stay away. Hell,
1: just stay up to midnight Friday. (laughs) Screw it.
0: (laughs) Now, what about you, Mark? What did you do for New Year's?
1: Oh, I did what I love to do, which is uh, listen to K-pop and edit a podcast. uh, (laughs) Because there is no fucking way I was going to go into 2020 with a podcast um, on my back that needed to be finished. So I'm like, I don't care how fucking long it takes. So a goal for myself, I'm going to get this shit done by midnight. And I got it done by 1130, about 1135, 1140 was the last rendering. And as soon as that second render went through, I fucking popped open a beer, started celebrating. <laughs> and, it, and it felt really good. It felt amazing to wake up on January 1st, 2020 and not have to edit anything. That's, that, was like, that was like a dream. So uh, yeah, that's what I did. Great. And what about you, Joy?
0: Um, my, well, my wife and I, uh, we had the, my daughter went and slept over friends' house. And then, um, my in-laws took my son. So we had the house to ourselves. We got some takeout and we watched about three episodes of the Witcher. Uh, and then Jen was like, I hate this. I don't want to watch it anymore. Yikes. (laughs) This is the second time I've been like, we've got this great thing that's going to replace Game of Thrones. (laughs) It hasn't worked out for her. At least uh she liked it better than the Shannara Chronicles. Oh. <laughs> um, and then we were laying on the couch and I was we were watching TV and I was like, Man, I'm I'm hurting. I'm I'm really tired. And she's like, Go to bed. And I'm like, but it's New Year's and we're like hanging out. She's like, It's fine, go to bed. So I went to bed at seven o'clock.
1: Holy shit. <laughs> at least Aubrey got to where the the clock was
0: a little bit closer to midnight.
2: I know. Yeah. Look at that.
0: <laughs> when
2: does that happen?
0: <laughs> yeah, I went to bed at seven o'clock and I was out like the dead. Um, and then I, of course, because I eat lunch at you know somewhere around four four thirty a.m. Yeah, <laughs> I woke up around that time and I was like, oh, it's lunch time. <laughs> and then I couldn't get back to bed. So that was my New Year's. I I slept. Jen watched like most of you season two uh, while I was asleep. And that was it. Yes. I think it's the first time in 25 years of being together that I have stayed up. I've gone to bed earlier than Jen on New Year's. <laughs> there you go. But, new, new year, new decade. That's right. But enough about us. Let's talk about us. Mark Hellis, why don't you tell the listeners where they can find more Soul Wizard podcast?
1: All right. So everybody can go to SoulWizardPodcast.com where you will find new episodes every week. Uh, movie reviews every once in a while from yours truly Netflix and Amazon streaming picks from our buddy the awesome Adam Wallyhawk you'll also find our merchandise there so you can purchase some of our Soul Wizard t-shirts and sweatshirts and look good while you're representing our show a great way to support our show is by doing your Amazon shopping through the link that we keep right on the website Click on the Amazon logo, that big yellow A. Do your shopping, receive your products, and that way you'll be helping out our tiny little podcast. Uh, You can also find our social media links there. We have Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review while you're there. You can also find us on the Stitcher Radio app for your tablet or smartphone, Podbean, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, Spotify. Uh, We also have a Patreon page if you want to support us monetarily, uh, patreon.com backslash SoulWizardPodcast and receive bonus content from the group here. Uh, We also have a YouTube page that Adam puts up videos every once in a while. Uh, Lots of great content on there. Um, And shout out to all of the podcasts in a Geek Worlds All-Stars podcast and network. Back to you, Joey. What did you say? Are you kidding
2: me? What? Ha! Huh.
0: <laughs> All right, two big shout-outs uh, before we jump into the news. Uh, first off, shout-out to our new Patreon, Ken, the Ocho Duro Parlay podcast. Newest Patreon in the TKO crew level, getting those exclusive episodes every month. And I also want to send a huge shout-out to Adam Wallyhog, our video... Of him playing the Walking Dead virtual reality game at New York Comic Con broke a thousand views today. (laughs) Yes.
2: Holy crap.
0: Uh, Some of the other videos from New York have gotten some big numbers, too. But this is like our most popular video on our YouTube channel. And it's literally a video of Adam waving his arms around i can't i cannot get over why this is so popular but i whatever you, it's th- fine
1: have you seen adam's arms those guns yeah dude. That's, that's why true. that's true that's what's happening
0: the veins <laughs> <laughs> but i just want to send those two shout outs awesome let's do it mark let's jump into the news
1: Yo, pump it up it's time for the news yo we get ready to bring you-
0: all right, Mark, what's going on? It's been a while since we've talked news.
1: Yeah, ironically, you would think there would be a lot of stuff going on in the big <laughs> gap of time since we talked news, but uh, no, not that much going on. Uh, so let's start with some uh, some small things first. Uh, after the uh, arousing success of Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, it looks like we got an idea of where the next set of Star Wars movies are going to take place. It's Supposedly, now this is a rumor. You gotta take this with a grain of salt. Uh, the next Star Wars movie is gonna take place uh, 400 years before the Skywalker saga, in in a time called the the High Republic. Uh, so I would imagine, not being like well versed in the EU, I would imagine this means there's gonna be a lot of uh, Jedi's running around, some Sith running around, um, and I believe what the plan is, r- rumor is that the plan is to. Do different stories all set in the same time frame. So you will get maybe a group of Jedis in one, doing one story, and then another Jedi in another story, and then Sith in another story. Kind of like the MCU. Different stories that all come together in one movie, like the Avengers. You know, it, it's working so well for the MCU. I don't know how well it'll work for Star Wars, but it, if they're going to give me more movies with lightsabers and, and Jedis and Sith, I'm all for it. I think this is a great idea, if this is true. Uh, So, yeah, what do you guys think of uh, new Star Wars movies set 400 years before Baby Yoda, uh, Aubrey?
2: I dig it. I'll watch it. I'll probably watch it more than any other show that I've been watching. (laughs) So, I don't know if that says enough, but, I mean, I'll watch it.
1: Mm -hmm. Now, keep in mind, this is going to be on a big screen. This is going to be big-budget movies, supposedly. Uh, Yeah, I'll go. (laughs) It's gonna be an interesting web if they actually weave this all together. Um Joey, you're the big Star Wars EU fan, dude. How do you feel about this? <laughs> um,
0: that's fine. <laughs> 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 I'm a little Star Wars out right now, but um yeah, I just I I, just, I don't usually like prequels, but yeah, you know, if you said it far enough in the past, like the only thing that matters is that like the galaxy doesn't stop existing. Right. So millions of different crazy things can happen. And just have they have to try to not fall in the trap of having everyone be related. Right. So as long as we're not seeing like Han Solo's like great, 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 great grandfather so that we know that there's no stakes to that person, then we're fine. Like it'll be fine. Um Some of the comics from, that era were pretty okay to decent. There was never anything huge standout. It's a cool like setting. It's just, they didn't do much with it in the comics. um, Obviously the two nights, the old Republic video games are perfect. So if that's, did you ever play those Aubrey? I did. Did you like them? Yeah. (laughs) That wasn't very enthusiastic, but at least there wasn't a patented Aubrey long pause before you answered. (laughs) Um, so yeah, um, if, if we're looking at stuff like that, it's cool. It's just, just something like, like kind of like how the Mandalorian is, you know, just open up the door to like a whole bunch of storytelling that has no shackles on it. We're not forced into a box of, you know, this has to be related to Luke. This has to be related to the the Skywalker family, the, the emperor, like all that stuff, like just go nuts. It's like, it's such a cool setting and there's so much cool stuff you can do. Like it doesn't have to be tied to that stuff. So that that's what's exciting to me. And then I just want them to sit down and plan it out. If there's going to be an overarching story, just sit down and plan it out. I, I don't want like uh, Snoke to show up in this ninth movie with like no explanation. You
1: know? <sighs> All right, I'm going to take that personal, Joey. That's fine. That's
0: fine. <laughs> they have Snoke in a pickle jar in the background <laughs> of one of the scenes.
1: Uh, you know, I. I kind of agree with you. It'd be nice if they planned it out, but I do think that them going this route will give them a much better excuse to not plan it out. You know what I mean? Like, they will they can let each director... You know how, like, Marvel movies have, like, one's the uh, like the spy adventure and one's the wacky comedy superhero adventure. You know, they can do different genres set in a Star Wars universe. And, you know, as long as they're kind of heading to the same direction, uh, I think it'd, it'd be a lot more freeing for... Uh, for the directors to come in and put their own stamp on it. Like Taika Waititi doing The Mandalorian. That's Mm. probably one of the funniest episodes out of all of them. Um, And it's because, you know, he put his little, his little Taika Waititi touch on it. So yeah, I think, I think this could be a good idea if this works. Um, It'd be really interesting to see what type of genres the Star Wars universe can get into. Obviously The Mandalorian is a TV show and it's more of a Western, but you know, we can get into some serious dramatic stuff or some, even slightly goofier comedy comedy stuff. Um, so, well, yeah. it's
0: a cool idea, too, because you can pull just random directors that do a one-off. Right. You know, so you right. could maybe grab Taika Waititi to make a whole movie if you wanted to, if you if you felt like it.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, who knows? The, the Mandalorian has its uh, uh, fair share of good directors, so maybe they can use that as a testing ground. It's like, oh, okay. You did that hour show. Why don't you jump up here and do this two-hour movie? So no Bryce Dallas Howard, then? I I want Bryce Dallas Howard. I want a uh, Bryce Dallas I do Howard too. to
0: <laughs> I wanna make him thick.
1: I wanted to direct the movie with uh, Ahsoka Tana just running around in heels. That's all I want. Okay. <laughs> but uh yeah, we'll see we'll see what comes of that. I'm excited for more Star Wars movies. Okay. Oh, and uh really quick, speaking of Star Wars, uh Star Wars the Clone Wars, season seven. Uh the date was released that it's supposed to be coming out February seventeenth. Um that's that was, I guess it was leaked and has been pulled back. I don't know how official that is, but it seems pretty official. Uh, so right now, I'm also in the process of trying to watch all of the Clone Wars before, uh, before the new Season 7 starts.
0: It's funny you mentioned that, because I am also in the process. <laughs> <laughs> I think this will be the fifth or sixth time I've tried to watch mm-hmm. Clone Wars. Uh, I'm on Episode 4 right now. Nice.
1: And the beauty of it is someone was actually smart enough to release the Chronological Order that they that the stories take place and i think that that's helpful or uh, you know it's it's a little bit jarring but it gives you an idea to see like exactly what planet they start off with and the adventure that comes after it so that's how i'm watching it. i'm watching it completely out of order but in chronological uh, talking
0: order. about a tv show jumping around in the timelines <laughs> without really explaining what's happening hmm. yeah <laughs> We we'll, uh, might come back to it. file that away we might come back to that <laughs> I was say who would do that who would do something like that <laughs>
1: All right. So uh, speaking of uh, the MCU and movies, um, it looks like we might have a new cast member joining uh, Thor, Thor 4. uh, Christian Bale. Bruce Wayne, Batman himself, might be joining the MCU as an undisclosed character. Uh, Some people want it to be Beta Ray Bill. Uh, I have no problem with that at all. Uh, Christian Bale just delivered an amazing performance in uh, Ford versus Ferrari. So he is just. He's the man right now. Uh, He's always been a man, but he's definitely the man right now. So yeah, put him and Taika Waititi together, I'm there for it. Uh, What do you think of Christian Bale joining Thor, Joey?
0: Well, I mean, he's a good actor, but I don't want him voicing Beta Ray Bill. (laughs) He'll be like, swear to me.
1: I would be okay with that. I don't know how Beta, Beta Ray Bill sounds, but I'll be okay with that.
0: Yeah, in my my head, reading comics, he doesn't sound like that. So <laughs> that, that's that's my my thing. Please know, um, he might be uh, the villain. Is rumored to be the high evolutionary. So there's rumors he might be the villain. So. Jesus, that's a deep cut. What the hell is that? Oh, he's uh, Avengers villain. Genetic manipulation uh, had a lot to do with. Uh, Scarlet Witch and Magneto and stuff that won't be in the movie, but uh, yeah, no, it'd be cool, cool okay. character to have him play. As long as they just don't kill him off at the end.
1: But. Is he gonna have to gain weight? That's the that's the important. Is he gonna no. have to
0: gain slash lose weight? He's not gonna be putting on purple and white armor if he gains a lot of weight. So. <laughs> all, right, all right, Maybe uh, he's gonna play Jane. He's like, oh, it's gonna be a girl Thor. I can play that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I would I would be down for that. I'd be down for that. Where is it? <laughs> Aubrey, how do you feel about Christian Bale joining the cast of Thor 4? I don't know. What? You're not a Christian he's Bale
2: all- fan? I am in Batman. I like him in Batman. But I don't... I don't know. <laughs> feels wrong.
0: Aubrey, <laughs> I'm not the one wearing hockey pads.
2: I just, it just doesn't feel right. It feels so... I don't know. feels like he's cheating.
1: He's cheating on DC. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he paid his dues, Aubrey. He paid his dues. He gets to hang out with Anne Hathaway in France right now. He's he's good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's not a great reward. I get to tell you. shut up, dude. Yeah, I love Anne Hathaway. Here you go, hang out with the worst Catwoman in the worst country. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. All right, I can't argue that point.
0: Eartha Kitt's now walking through that door, Mark. <laughs>
1: I just imagine Christian Bale like, having Taika Waititi by the collars like, you wouldn't give this role to an ordinary citizen, would you? Give Where are me. they? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I'm, I'll be excited. If, if he plays the bad guy, even better. Uh, American Cycle, hell yeah. Bring it on. Uh, okay, and then speaking of Marvel, we got our look at the latest trailer for New Mutants. The movie that everyone has been Anticipating since April of 2018, we're finally getting it on a big screen. April 3rd, 2020, two years after the original date. The trailer kind of streams what the story is. We get an idea of uh, a little bit more of the mind play that's at work. And we get a look at some of the special effects that they're going to be using. It doesn't look like as uh, as low budget as I originally thought it was going to be. But uh, yeah, New Mutants trailer coming out in April. Uh, and now that Disney owns Fox, it's technically a Disney movie. Uh, Aubrey, what did you think of the New Mutants?
2: It was pretty um, gory. I mean, not not gory, but it was. It didn't have that Disney feel to it. It was kind of um, dark. Mm-hmm. I like it. I'm interested. They caught my attention. Uh, they have the what's his face from Stranger Things mm-hmm. and um, Maisie. Yep. So. They have some some pretty good actors uh, that are lined up for it, so I'm excited to see what they bring to the table.
1: Yeah, and it definitely has that darker edge, like the uh, the first X Men, Brian Singer's X Men, where mm-hmm. their powers are kind of kind of scary, you know, not not super heroic.
2: Oh. Yeah, it it seems like they're going with that type of aspect, of, like how that dude burned his girlfriend.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, they're they're going with the. Gritty kind of look to or feel to it where they don't know how to control themselves and they don't really know much about mutants and stuff. So I'm really interested to see how it goes.
1: Cool, cool. Joey, what about you, man? how do you feel about this new footage that they released for us? Bruh, look at this dude. <laughs> Wait till you see the. <laughs> no, no, no,
2: no. <laughs>
1: I'm so glad I I let you tee that up for the show.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, it still looks like doo doo feces, <laughs> but I will say uh <sighs> magic yeah. from New Mutants is my number one uh Marvel Comics waifu. Okay. And Anya Taylor Joy is uh rather easy on the eyes. And she looks right in the in the clip, so that part was really cool. <laughs> mm,
1: I like how everyone is like have like these horror stories about when they first got their powers and she's like no nah, i killed 18 men one by one it's like damn
0: girl yeah she's got the bangs she's got the metal arms got the sword uh so that's pretty awesome <laughs> what'd you think of uh, but, what'd you think of the special effects um that's fine it's fine it, it reminds me of a fox x-men movie Like, it looks like a fox x-men movie <laughs> so i mean uh, this isn't going to tie into the MCU, obviously, as we could tell, because the the opening credits of the thing were, you know, 20th Century Fox and the non-MCU Marvel logo. Right. So, you know, it, it's been sitting in a drawer for two years. Yep. They were supposed to do reshoots to make it scarier, but then they never did the reshoots. So I, I don't know what the hell the state of this is, but they're going to plop it out there and... I mean, obviously, we're going to do it for the show because we we kind of have to at this point. i have been talking about it for so long, but um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, I'd love to be pleasantly surprised. Even a two and a half out of five movie yeah. from this would be a pleasant surprise. This feels like it should be the type of movie that's just a fucking bomb, like a neutron bomb, but not in like a funny way. Like this isn't going to be like The Room or something. This is going to be like just a slog to sit through. <laughs> because it's going to be a mess, but hopefully it's not. So, I mean, we'll see. Uh, I'd be cautiously optimistic to see what they've got, but I I don't know. I I don't know. I'm nervous about this. This could not be very bad, or it could just be boring, but it definitely won't be good no matter what. (laughs) Maybe if they'd done those reshoots, but I don't even know how you would reconcile that with the fact that everybody's two years older, especially with younger uh, actors.
1: So. Just de-age them. Just pull the, uh, the kid from uh, Stranger Things in uh, It Chapter 2. Just uh... they'll,
0: they'll just be blurry all the time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Great. Uh,
1: well, you know, now that the movie does fall under the Disney umbrella, uh, Kevin Feige did take a look at it. Um, and I believe with the idea that they were going to do some more uh, reshoots. But he said, no, the movie's fine. We're just going to release it just like this. So that's either if Kevin Feige gives it, well, I don't know if he gives it a thumbs up. But if he says it's okay to release like that, that means it's either good or it's so fucking horrible. <laughs> People are going to be like, oh, thank God. That's out of the-, that's in the trash. Now Kevin Feige can really do what he wants to do. He can point to, X, yeah. to New Mutants and be like, you guys don't want to do that, right? So let me, let me, well, do, they, let me uh, do my job. you know,
0: there, they, there's some actors and I don't know how much clout the people in this movie have, but they have written in their contract. There has to be a theatrical release. Oh, really? Uh... So, to, sometimes a different movies. So, you know, you'll see stuff go out for like one day only, or, you know, select theaters nationwide, but not a huge release. Sometimes it's just to satisfy those contracts. So it could be a thing where oh, I like people I could think of that might have like any kind of poll would be Maisie Williams or Anya Taylor joy. So maybe they had a thing in their contract that's like must have a theatrical release. Plus it's, if it's a scarier movie, it might be too PG 13 to put on Disney plus. So yeah. you can't just dump it there. And I don't think they've really finished whatever they're doing with Hulu. So they can't dump it there. Yep. So I, I don't know. I guess they're just kind of in a corner and just get this thing to F out. Maybe make a little tiny bit of money back. You know? Yeah.
1: Oh, they'll definitely make some money off of this. I guarantee it. People are just going to watch it for the curiosity factor. Um, but yeah, Maisie Williams has had like a ton of movies that have all gone straight to Redbox. So it might be her contract where her agents were like, all right, fuck this. <laughs> she, she signs up for this movie. This is, this is going to be in the theaters. I would not be surprised at all.
0: Uh, yeah. And that's, uh, that's pretty much it. It's pretty much all we got for the news. Awesome. Well, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk all about The Witcher on Netflix. We're back. All right, guys. The Witcher a Netflix based on the novels and the video games starring Henry Cavill and a bunch of other people it is a fantasy series uh, trying to be the new Game of Thrones for you. We all had a chance to watch at least some of it. Let's go with some non-spoiler impressions to start. Aubrey, what did you think of The Witcher?
2: Um. Oh, there's the pause. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really like it.
0: Okay, all
1: right, all right. Uh, Marcellus, you know, luckily Wally Hawk was nice enough to explain that you have to wait until episode four before it starts to like make sense. Otherwise, I probably would have jumped ship like right around episode two, like because I I just didn't really didn't really get into it. That being said, uh, episode four, I can finally start to put the pieces together, and uh, yeah, it's you know, it's it's okay. It, it, it's a good. It's a good waste of time. Let's put it that way. Hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really like it all that much. Really? The things that I do like, I liked a lot, but the things that the the problems with it are just so egregious that I, I just I just like it's not fun to watch. It's like a slog of watching. It's it's like at times, it's it's worst painful, at its best boring. Jesus. Or confusing. So it's just like, why am I watching this? <laughs> There were multiple times during those five hours where I was like, what What am I watching? Why am I watching this? Mm-hmm. And I just was like, ugh, I give up. <laughs> there's That's why I, I haven't finished it. I only have three episodes left, so I'm going to finish it because there's only three episodes. But, like. I probably wa- I watched four episodes of Clone Wars. <laughs> Could have been two more episodes of The Witcher, but I was like, eh, fuck it. <laughs> so, yeah, I, it's, I'm not really feeling it that much. But uh, if anyone has anything non-spoiler to say, anybody? Yeah.
1: You know, I will say I wish there was more scenes of uh, Henry Cavill with no shirt on. That's all. <laughs> if if a you a bath. Gu- <laughs> you take, yeah, he's like, come on, dude. You're, you're going to have Henry Cavill in a show you know, show, show off those guns, man. Put some beefcake on there. It's for he's for the ladies, but uh, no, he's 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 totally wearing his uh, multiple Witcher outfits. Kind of feels like it's it's modern, but not really. Yeah, that's that's my only issue with it. I'm not going to complain about the ladies' nudity because uh, that's that's a plenty.
0: So they can, <laughs> can keep that going. All right, Aubrey, any non spoiler thoughts? No. All right, let's get into it Markel is going to play the sound drop We're going to start spoiling So if you haven't seen The Witcher yet It's not exactly a ringing endorsement from us But you might want to check it out As It's only eight episodes and it's on Netflix So you don't have to get up from your seat But here we go Spoiler alert I have seen the future and I had to prevent it All right, Aubrey What did you like about (laughs) The Witcher? I like the uh, the witches and
2: the. <laughs> er. <laughs> I like the uh, the visual aspect of it. Uh, that's about it.
1: Mm-hmm. Didn't you say last week you liked
0: Renfrey?
2: Yeah, I mean Renfri's kind of cool, but then she dies.
0: <laughs> yes,
2: but she Spoiler is kind of cool.
0: Is that it for her and the whole? Mark, you watched the whole season. I don't care. Go ahead. We're in spoilers <laughs> it, anyway. It, but it, it's weird
2: it. because I played the back? game. I played the game and I thought that she was a bigger character in the game.
0: Yeah, I thought she was like a main character in this shit. And she died in the first episode.
2: <laughs> yeah, when I heard her name, I was like, oh, cool, Renfri. But then she fucking dies. I, I don't know. Maybe it's only because I've watched two episodes. But I'm pretty sure the game did not go down this way.
0: Mark, did she come back at all at the end?
1: Not necessarily. Um, the no, actress she- does has an appearance. But the character itself, I, um, I'm pretty sure they don't come. she doesn't come back.
0: What the That's fuck? some shit. All right, well, uh, that's not much for Aubrey on the like side. Ellis, how about you? You seem to be the most positive out of all of them.
1: Yeah, there's a fight scene between The Witcher and Renfri that was fucking badass. Like, I could not believe how cool this chick was. Like, you, you don't really get to see, like, a guy, uh, a, a man and a woman sword fight. You know what I mean? Like, that doesn't really come that... I haven't come across that too often, maybe in Zora, Ray and Kylo Ren? Yeah, Yeah, but... Those Are like lightsabers, do those really count as like? I don't know, maybe not. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and those were passable. I mean, compared to like the lightsaber fights from uh, from the prequels, like those are the prequel had awesome lightsaber fights. Like, you know, you can't deny that. The Ray and Kylo one was good, but it wasn't like epic. Uh, the fight scene between Witcher and Renfrey was is badass because they were whoever choreographed the fight scenes in the show. Deserves an award because they look really badass. That's the best aspect of this entire enterprise: uh, are the fight scenes and seeing like him and her go at it with the quick cuts and the the danger. You can feel the danger between them. Uh, it was really good. I was really impressed by the choreography of the fight scenes between those two, and I, I like that it does the show does force you to work to think about what's going on. The trick is keeping your attention through those episodes. But you know every episode starts, I'm like, what the fuck is happening? And then the episode ends, and then the next episode will start, and I'm like, I have no idea like what the hell is going on. And then right around episode four, I can kind of start to figure it out. And then right around episode seven, I'm like, oh, okay, now it's finally like starting to gel, right in, right in time for the, uh, the big finale. So I do like that it's not like episode one, This happens. Episode two. This happens. It kind of forces you to pay attention to the characters and the storyline, to to really follow what's going on. So that I I respected.
0: Joey. All right. All right. So let's see. Things I liked. uh, I will say right off the bat, just watching this made me want to play Dungeons and Dragons really bad. I never played it. Oh, I don't know how it would be to jump in. And you're older, but when I was like young, like I used to love D and D, but. Uh, that's the best compliment I can give some type of thing like this is it made me want to play D and D so that that's good. Um, I love Henry Cavill as, as the witcher. I think he's awesome in the role. Um, just like you said, Mark, the sword fights and the battles are awesome. Yep. Him versus, uh, Renfrey. Yeah. Renfri. That's a great fight. Him versus those guys in the town square. Yes. It was awesome. Um, you know, honestly, any time the show is just focusing on him being the witcher and going around hunting monsters, it's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm all in when that's happening. Like anytime, like there's a uh, when I forget, I, I lose track of what episode number is it. But there's like the uh, monster that was somebody's daughter that was cursed. Yeah, that was great. That was so cool. And he had to fight it all night long. <laughs> like that was really cool i really enjoyed that um even this episode where he meets the bard and they go to the fight find the it's like a goat guy oh right yep yep yeah there was a legend of horrendously bad special effects up in the hills (laughs) and they find it Uh, yeah uh just just as a side the special effects and that goat guy were really bad (laughs) And it's the only time in the whole five episodes I watched where the special effects were not very special. So I was just like, "What the fuck? Like, did they, did they hire like a couple kids from outside to like put this together? Like, it was really bad." But yeah, any any time it's the Witcher witchering, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anytime there's a storyline, not so much. But we'll get it. We'll get into that in a minute. But yeah, you know, the sword fights, um, the Witcher witchering, and I uh, gotta tell you. It's January 2020 and we have our first contender for Woman Crush of the Year 2020. No way. The actress that plays Yennefer is <laughs> be still my heart. You can take over my city anytime. <laughs> I was uh
1: I'm glad you said that. I was wondering if you had gotten that far in the show.
0: Yeah, yeah, oh definitely. I was like, "Oh my." <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, she's she's very attractive. Um, her story is interesting, but we'll get into that in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So that, that that's for me. Like it, it's weird because people were complaining, not you guys, but I've seen people complain online, like the Mandalorian had standalone episodes where you know it was just him with the bounty hunters or him going to a, a little farming town or whatever and they're like oh it's stupid it doesn't advance the story I would kill (laughs) a season of just that on the Witcher of just him and the bard going around slaying monsters that was the best parts of the show for me so I guess it's time to get into what we didn't like Aubrey sounds like you had a lot you didn't like about this show
2: this is really hard to follow you know like I said I played the game and I have yet to maybe it's because I'm on episode 2 but why would anybody want to keep watching this show when it's so hard to follow? <laughs> you know, you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot. People aren't going to want to watch it when they have to get to episode 4 to even figure out what's going on. So that's really frustrating. I just wish that like they had a hook in the episodes that I've watched because right now I don't feel like getting to episode 4. I will, to see what the big fuss is about, but I don't feel like it. You know, it's, it shouldn't be that way.
1: Mm, uh, Spoiler alert, Arbor. you're not going to get to know what the big fuss is about until episode seven.
2: Then what the fuck is the (laughs) point?
1: (laughs) Episode four, you can, you'll be able to be like, oh, okay, I can kind of see what they're trying to do here. Episode seven is when it's like, oh, now I get it.
0: It was stupid. (laughs) Trash. (laughs) Anything else you didn't like?
2: I don't know. That's about, I don't really like Henry Cavill either.
0: <sighs> but I mean, you don't have to like him in real life. But in the, don't you think he was a good fit for the role?
2: I don't know. His voice is kind of really annoying for me. I feel like he's trying too hard. And when he does like that weird snarly look, too. Ugh! I just want to punch him in the face. Oh wow. Yeah.
0: Hello, no.
2: <laughs> 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 it's really how I feel about it. It's just ugh. I don't know. I
0: don't like it. How? F- what? What happened in the last episode you watched?
2: Um, that was when Yennefer went to the portal, dude. I can't remember his name. They kissed, and then he like was like, "Oh, she's part
0: elf." Oh, okay. All yeah. Right. You're just keeping track of where you've been. All right, Markellis, how about you? Things he didn't like about the show? Uh,
1: unlike most like TV shows that are supposed to be an hour, like some episodes to be like. Like forty-two minutes, 45, 48 minutes. These episodes were an hour and change and they felt it.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes, they did.
1: I'm like I take a nap in between and wake up and be like, holy shit, it's still the same episode? Jesus Christ. Uh luckily by the time you get to the end of the show, it actually does start to uh they actually do start to get it under an hour, which was I was so grateful for. You look at the the time stamp and you're like, okay, good. I might, I might actually be able to make it through this episode. So yeah, I mean, that's a weird thing to complain about. Um, you know, most shows would like, people would love an hour of the Mandalorian. I'm sure that would be like no problem at all, but this one it's more than an hour. And there's some episodes that it felt like it was more than an hour. And yeah, there's a lot of like breadcrumbs that they sprinkle all about and hope that once you start to piece everything together, um, kind of unravel a mystery that it's going to be satisfying and, you know, not to spoil what happens at the end, it does it does have a, a, a good.
0: Well, we're in spoilers, so who cares? <laughs> I'm
1: going to spoil it for you guys. I don't give a shit. Go ahead. Episode seven, I finally started to to really get like how they are laying out the story. It's definitely more like a, a Quentin Tarantino movie or like Dunkirk, where there's different storylines, but you're not sure how they're all connected. And by the time you get to number seven, you can see where they start where they're starting to connect. Um, And then once they start to connect, it's like, all right, great. So now we're going to get something cool. And eh, there's big chunks of the show where there's no Witcher at all. And I'm like, where where the fuck is Henry Cavill? What's happening here? Uh, So that I really didn't like, but I will say that there's no doubt that there's going to be a season two. In fact, they're probably already finished filming it the way that this looks. So as much as I am like iffy about it, I'm definitely going to watch season two because I, it, it does kind of feel like what I wanted for game of thrones
0: that I didn't get. Hmm. Well, I gotta tell you this, I, I agree with you, Mark, cause there are stretches of this that are excruciatingly boring. Yep. And confusing. I never, ever, ever want to watch anything about crippled girls going to Hogwarts ever again. Like I can't, I could, couldn't take it like that. That felt like it felt like I was watching that episode for like four days. <laughs>
1: but it was it, a good it was, it was a good payoff though right like once she
0: like got the yeah i like get the payoff when she's finally like hot and and stuff I mean, she had a good rack even when she was crippled but you know like <laughs> um no it was a good payoff i guess but i just had to have been some other way to do that or cut the episode so that we're not just sitting there being like when are they going to get to the fireworks factory like mm. where is the witcher like why am i watching this <laughs> Like Aubrey said, there's no umph to like why you're watching it. Yeah. You know, like in, in Game of Thrones, like they would maybe they'd introduce a character, maybe we'll spend a whole episode with Daenerys or a whole episode with Jorah or a whole episode with Ty- like I don't know, anybody, but you've already kind of met the character and kind of like understand like why we're seeing what their backstory or what happened. Like, there was nothing. It was just like, here's your Witcher show. And then the next episode, let's spend an hour and 15 minutes with this crippled girl learning magic. Like, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was about Henry Cavill killing monsters. Like, what? what is he- What am I watching?
1: <laughs> uh, yep, I felt the exact same way. There is, Everyone gets their own storyline, and you get to kind of plot through their storyline. And, you know, spoiler alert, no one's storyline is as exciting as Henry Cavill fighting big monsters.
0: That's Exactly. Exactly. Maybe if you intersperse this differently or put this episode later on, I don't know how you could because of the storyline, but put it later on or something just like it, it was like, you know, the first episode ends with that cool sword fight and you're like, all right, cool. You know, this, this isn't so bad. And then it's like running face first into a brick wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. I kept being like, what, what the fuck? What? What where's the Witcher? <laughs> it was bad. Oh, it was so bad. I got to tell you if if it wasn't for this podcast, I probably wouldn't have made it past that episode. So wow. god bless you Aubrey for making it that far.
2: It was difficult. Yeah. I I actually watched so the reason why I'm, I've only watched two episodes is cuz I've watched both episode 1 and 2. Multiple times Ooh. to try to figure out what the hell's going on. <laughs> <laughs> so, technically, I've watched four episodes, possibly five.
1: <laughs> Even though it's the same
0: two episodes.
2: Same two episodes because I was like, this is not the storyline. I don't understand.
0: Yep. I feel like I'm going to be laying in a nursing home somewhere, like dying. In my old age, and the light's gonna come above me, and, and you say, "Come on up to heaven," and I'm gonna say, "Man, I, if only I had not wasted all that time watching Humpback <laughs> Hogwarts and have extra time here on, on Earth." But
2: it it's so irritating because so the the story for the, from the book is like Yennefer is Geralt's soulmate, and then they adopt the Cirilla. But then the game is even kind of weird. I, it all just it doesn't. Nothing in this show lines up with either the game nor the book.
0: And that's fine, but it should at least be interesting.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's and it it isn't. Yeah, <laughs> that's the problem. Um, so yeah, and then uh, then we go back to the witcher doing stuff with the bard and that's fun i don't like the bard that much sometimes he gets on my nerves like he almost feels like he came out of a different show
1: he does he does like his very contemporary like uh verses for the songs it's very modern
0: yeah and like i like him like pissing off Geralt, and I i like i like them together and stuff but just some of the the comedy with him and some of just like the way he acts and talks, it doesn't seem like it fits with the show. So that's yeah, kind of annoying, but I mean, I, I would take that over anything else happening in the show. And then there's like some girl ran away in the woods like, uh, and she met uh Fern Gully or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I don't fucking care like about anything that's happening <laughs> at all. Cause they don't give you any reason to care about anything that's happening. I, I don't know. Like, I just feel like, like th- there's like a really cool story here, and th- it looks really cool in places. Um, and it looks in there's glimpses of really awesome stuff, but it's just it's shit. <laughs> like it's so all over the place. Like I can't if I can't keep track of this. I used to I used to read like Dungeons and Dragons guides books for fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I used to sit down and just read like. Oh, this is a psionics handbook, and I would just sit there and read it. (laughs) Like, if I'm having trouble following this, can you imagine, like, a lay person sitting down? Like, my wife was, she was checked out after an episode and a half. She's done. Like, she's like, I don't want to watch this
1: anymore. (laughs) Well, I think they're, it's good that they're trying to, um, to not test the audience, but they're, they're trying to stimulate the audience, you know, with their, with the way that they're telling a story. Like, I haven't watched Watchmen, but I do believe that. The different storylines don't really match up until certain points. You have to watch a few episodes before you start no, to no. connect I, it. To.
0: I got to tell you, Mark, I watched all of Watchmen, and outside of the first episode, yeah, it's all laid out really. It, it does intertwine like yeah. this, but not in a way like this does. Like you're never questioning, like why the fuck am I watching this? Okay, <laughs> like they still have an, a hook with everything. So even when, the, like, the two separate storylines are in Watchmen are kind of what's happening with uh, Sister Knight right. and the police officers and what's happening with Ozymandias. Right. But outside of the first episode, when they're just kind of, like, throwing everything at you, there there's hooks with each person's storyline where you're like, oh, okay, now I see where this is going. Or not that you see where it's going, but you, you know what I mean? Like, it, it it makes sense of why you're seeing it. It's never you sat down to watch The Witcher and here's an hour and 15 minutes of this girl going to magic school or here's 45 minutes of this girl running around the woods with the uh, elves. Mm-hmm. So
1: Watchmen is only two stories running kind of simultaneously in a way. More or less, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so Watcher is like four and yeah. they start at different times. One starts at one point and then another story started years and years and years ago.
0: Um, right, but never really that it's that's never made clear right exactly and that's why <laughs> that's I, the problem <laughs> and that's why you
1: have to watch it into episode four to be like oh so if I saw this guy in episode two and now I'm looking at him in episode four and he's in episode two he's you know 60 years old in episode four he's nine now I know where I am timeline timeline wise and that's when you really start to so you, you knocked two down, so you got just got two more to go.
0: <laughs> it, it's it's asking too much. It's way asking too much. But like you, you got to give I'm it credit for trying.
1: You got to give it credit for at least trying something different.
0: Yeah, but it didn't doesn't work. Like, how could they have read those scripts and been like, yeah, this would be great. Yeah. This, this won't be confusing at all.
1: You know what? I think they filmed it all, like, chronologically and then just edited it. <laughs> That's why some episodes are like an hour and 15 minutes. What do they so- do?
0: Just cut all the film strip up and throw it up in the air and catch it? Like
1: yeah, it was like, do we have any uh, have any Henry Cavill in that pile over there? Yes, <laughs> done. That part of the story is done. Got some girl running through the woods over there? Yep, that part that part's done.
0: Do you have a bug attacking this lady and a baby?
1: Sure, I'll throw <laughs> it in there. You know, so it'd be interesting to see what they do for season two. If they go back to, um, I would imagine they would. Not that the stories are. When you get to the end of season one, and the stories are all kind of like lined up correctly. I would imagine season two moving forward, they'll just start doing it the way that, you know, everyone is used to episode one, episode two, episode three and straightforward. I would imagine I could be wrong.
0: Well, I would hope so, because this was just asking a lot as somebody sitting there watching it, like trying to figure. I mean, once the queen that died in the first episode shows up like in the next the third episode or whatever, and she's, you know looks not looks younger but it's clear it's not it's taking place in the past like now it's like okay it's slowly starting to sink in but i just have to follow like seven different characters and what timeline is what and like what the fuck this is it's almost like watching the movie primer do you remember that movie mark
1: uh no
0: i know i'm sure i've seen it. A time machine it. in a uh, storage locker i'm sure i've seen it but i don't really remember it yeah, you there you need like graphs and stuff from the internet <laughs> to follow the movie. I shouldn't need that for the fucking Witcher. It's like fucking Henry Cavill in a gray wig fighting monsters. <laughs> it's all I wanted. And only got it intermittently.
1: That's right. Release the uh, release the Witcher cut. Just all that's Henry right. Cavill
0: scenes. <laughs> Get rid of everything else. That's right. All right. But yeah, I, I just yeah, shout out to Jennifer. So that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Aubrey, are you going to keep watching this? You said you will, but will you really power through this season?
2: I'll try. Mm-hmm.
1: I There's will,
2: no promises, but I will try.
1: I will say Aubrey because you are familiar with the books and the video games. You know a lot more than than uh, anyone else who's just watching the show does. Like, so and it
2: still makes me mad, <laughs> and I still don't understand what's going on. <laughs> That's a horrible part. <laughs>
0: Now, Mark, you finish the season. Are you going to watch season two?
1: Yes, because season one ends on a kind of,
0: not a cliffhanger, but I immediately want, want to know somebody, what Somebody it had a was. script, and they're like, oh, I think I can explain this to you, and then it ends. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, so, yeah, I definitely want to see. If I don't watch season two, I'm definitely going to watch the first episode. Unless, they start, unless it starts playing, and it's a completely different set of characters doing something I have no idea. Like If it's just like the bard like you know, on a river somewhere, and then I'm turning that shit right off. Fuck that.
0: There's a uh, like guy with no arms and no legs going to like wizard school. I'm shutting it off immediately. <laughs> um, I I'm gonna finish season one just because I'm I'm so far in at this point. Like and it's only eight episodes. If this was like twenty two episodes, oh yeah, thirteen, that. fourteen, fifteen, I wouldn't finish it at all. I'll be honest with you, I wouldn't. Um, but I'll finish it because it's I'm so close to the end. Um, as for season two, depends on how I feel at the end of season one, I got a couple episodes left. If like Mark says, it really starts to come together and like leaves you wanting more cool. I'll at least watch maybe the first episode and see if it, you know, pulls me mm-hmm. in again, but let's get a score. Aubrey, what from, for what you've seen out of five, the witcher.
2: I'm going to give it a, um, two now
0: a 1.5. All right. Mark Ellis.
1: Uh, I'm going to give it a 2.5, because I did make it all the way to the end. And uh, Yennefer, <laughs> she, yeah. she she boosts that score right up.
0: Yeah, I was just going to say, I was kind of leaning towards a 1.5, but I'll give it a two. Two hot, crippled chicks ch- racks <laughs> out of <laughs> five. I got what I wanted out of it. I follow her on Instagram now. So.
1: Oh, where does she have the humpback? She still has the humpback on there.
0: Yeah, and, and the messed up Chen. It's great. Nice. <laughs> Hashtag, that's my fetish.
1: <laughs> I will say, Joey, you watch it to the to the to the finale just for her, just to get more scenes of her. But I can guarantee you right now, once you get to the end, you're not going to want to watch season two. You're gonna <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna turn your table upside down and be like, "Fuck this shit," and be done with
0: it. Oh no! Does she get crippled again?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was all a dream. Pam Ewing like opens up the shower, and it's just her.
0: She was just staring at a uh, snow globe the whole time. <laughs> he was looking at a reflection in a mirror the whole time. Yeah, it's a deep cut for uh, you St. Elsewhere fans out there. <laughs> Aubrey doesn't even know what that is. Nope. <laughs> All right. So there it is. Our review of The Witcher on Netflix. Uh, looks like some thumbs in the middle there. So uh, you know what? Like I said before, it's on Netflix. It's not that much effort. Check out an episode or two. See what you think. Let us know. Let's get some recommendations for you guys, and let's wrap it up. Aubrey, what do you got?
2: Um, I just actually bought a new book, which is one of the ones I'm going to start when I'm done with my stack of books. It is a book based on Venom Lethal Protector, so I'm really excited to dive in and actually read it. It's an actual book rather than a comic, so I'm excited.
0: Awesome. What's the name of it? Venom. Who's it by?
2: It is by James Tuck.
0: And you got that on Amazon or
2: I got it actually at Barnes and Noble, but I'm sure you can find it at Amazon on Amazon.
0: Cool. All right. You have to let us know how it is. Mark Ellis, how about you? Uh yeah,
1: I've been I would say go see Rise of Skywalker again because it's uh it's an independent movie and it has to make its uh, billion dollars this year. Uh, I am like in Super Star Wars mode right now. So uh, like I said before, I am watching the Clone Wars from in chronological order, not in episode order. And yes, that does include the amazing movie that was in theaters. <laughs> God. Um, but yeah, I got to get through that. And then once I get through that, then uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to be watching Clone Wars. So I would say w- I'll go see Star Wars and uh, watch Clone Wars get ready for season seven, debuting hopefully February 7th.
0: And then you got to watch Rebels after that.
1: Yeah, I heard Rebels was good. Montego from uh, Fans on Patrol was saying how good it was, so now I might have to dive into that, too. The only one I watched from that one is the one where, uh, where uh, Vader comes back. That's the only episode I've seen.
0: I liked what I saw of Rebels, so cool. but I didn't see much. Cool. Well, I will suggest that everyone goes to sowizardpodcast.com where they can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page movie reviews, streaming picks, so much more. So SoWizardPodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Now available on Pandora. You're in Pandora now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and just about any podcatcher under the sun, you look for us, we'll be there. Check out our Patreon. You can get exclusive extra episodes of the podcast when you monetarily support us on Patreon at Patreon.com backslash Podcast. Uh, Movie reviews and things that we don't have on the regular show. You can hear our reviews of Jojo Rabbit. Uh, We just did a special Christmas I Hate You Now Watch for the holidays. And this month will be our review of Cats. Meow. Exclusively on Patreon. Check out our YouTube channel, YouTube, and search So Wizard Podcast. Adam dropping videos. Weekly exclusive and free content. Uh, We just dropped a new Star Wars talk one from him. You can also watch the most popular video of him playing Walking (laughs) Dead Virtual Reality, waving his arms around, and uh, jump on board the hype train for that. I uh, don't really have any recommendations. haven't really been doing anything. But I will uh, suggest that, you know what? Go to your local library or used bookstore, even thrift store and dig around and find yourself some old star wars eu novels i have been uh kind of going downstairs and going through my bookshelf and pulling some old ones out and making a stack not for the microphone <laughs> but for uh for for the reading i'm gonna reread death troopers to start and then maybe uh we'll read some other stuff too i've got some really bad old eu star wars novels to dive into so i'm excited about it but That's going to do it for episode 283 of the So Wizard podcast. Next week, we will be reviewing the movie Underwater uh, with a special guest because Aubrey won't go see it, but that's going to do it for this week. I've been your host, Joey DiCarlo. On behalf of my co-host, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Red free. (laughs) And the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus reagans
1: You know, whenever I think of underwater, I just keep singing under pressure in my head. And I know that's not the same thing, but I will be doing it all next week. Uh, Everybody have a great week, Wakanda forever.
0: We'll see you guys next week. Good journey. Mm.